The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Seminar, a course or subject of study for advanced graduate students, an act of conferring or consulting together. Issue 20, Words. Let's dive right in today, students. We have our last midterm to view, and then we're back to our last few lessons of the semester. Student seven, please present your piece. Right, okay. Well, um, this last piece is about a few things, but mainly about one of the words that humans tend to use quite often and hardly seem to understand. It actually speaks for itself in many ways, as it shows irony and natural human curiosity. The piece is titled, Conversation. Hey, Damon, what is love? I mean, is it just a word, or does it have meaning? Uh, hey, did you hear me? What? What is love? Look, dude. There really isn't an answer to that. Okay, okay. Then what is attraction? When you want to screw some chick. Ah, yeah, baby. Woohoo! Oh, for the love. Do you ever think with anything else besides your penis? Nah, waste of time. Do you ever even pay attention to what people are saying? What? I heard you. I heard you. Don't worry. Okay, then what just happened to me? Your whore of a fiancé left you for some dickwad you don't even know. Uh, yeah. So what are you going to do about it, dude? Well, um, uh, nothing, I guess. How can you not do anything? Oh, dude. Hey, man, I got a meeting, so... Yeah, don't worry about it. I can get along without you. You sure? Yeah. Now, it's only 10 o'clock. So don't drink until at least 10.30. <laughs> Hang in there, man. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Love? Uh, excuse me? Who are you? Love. Uh, your name is Love. No. Okay, then what do you want? I was asking you a question. Oh, you were? Yes. What is it? What is what? What is love? Love. Yes. Uh, okay, it's an, um, it's an attraction. How so? You know, it, it's a natural thing. How so? Well, it's... Oh, excuse me, do I know you? No. I was eavesdropping on your conversation. I see. I'm sorry to hear about your fiancé. Ex-fiancé. Of course. I'm Ben. Paul. So, how? Well, it's, uh... uh... 
I'm sorry. I still don't know what you're doing here. I wanted a structured conversation. Ah, uh, I see. Can we have a conversation that's at least a little bit intelligent? Sure. How is love an attraction? It's when we succumb to our animal instinct, which is our penis. And then what happens? Then someone breaks the other person's heart. There's your error. That would only be an attraction. Love continues forever, not attraction. An undying sense of attraction does not exist. Ah,、uh, well, then what is love? A longing to be with each other, only each other. Okay, I see. It's when two people love each other with all their heart. But then, what happens when one person falls in love with someone else? Doesn't exist. Well, why not? As soon as you're in love with another person, the previous person becomes nothing more than an attraction. That's what happened to you. Is it? She fell in love with this other bloke, and you became an attraction. I'm right, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, you are. Luckily, that never happened to me. What? Were you the other bloke? Yeah. It's not like I'm proud of it. Please tell me that the guy she cheated on was a dick. I don't know. She didn't tell me. So you don't know anything about what the other guy was like? Nah. What is a ring then? What do you mean? Engagement. That's a merging of the two people. Wait, wouldn't that be marriage? No. Saying yes to the question should be a true confession of love, and from that point they should be as one. How could Anna do that? Saying that she loves me and then breaking my heart. Uh, Anna? Yeah, my ex-fiance. Her name was Anna. That's、uh, a beautiful name. She was beautiful. Hey, Paul. What up, dude? Oh, Damon. Hey, that was quick. Ah,、uh, it was cancelled. The boss was cheating on his wife with the secretary, or something like that. Jeez, is the whole world full of cheaters? Ah,、uh, hey, what's up? I'm Damon. Well, I'm sorry to leave as soon as you got here, Damon, but I have to be off. Goodbye, Ben. It was enlightening talking to you. How long were you guys talking? Since you left. Much more intelligent than a conversation with you. Oh yeah, what was it about? The conversation that we were supposed to be having. About love. Yeah. Hey, is this your book? Huh? Oh, it、uh, must have been Ben's. He'll probably come back to get it. Hmm. What is it? I've just been wanting to read this. That's all. From the library of Anna Ross, isn't that what? Excellent and succinct, Group Three. I've now stored my information in my matrix, so each of you will be receiving your midterm grades at the end of the class. The results already seem promising, and I am delighted to say that you seem to be paying attention and showing genuine progress this semester. So let us continue with our lessons, as the term is now beginning to come closer to the end. I want you now to look at this next piece and consider how faith and beliefs can change or be changed with a single word. Words have power, meaning, and in this case, 
I want you to see just how truly meaningful this piece is. Losing 83. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, guard the bed that I lie on. Four corners to my bed, four angels round my head. One to watch and one to pray, and two to guide my soul away. I didn't do it. I didn't. I know what they said, and I know what they'll say. But I didn't do it. No one listens. No one ever listens to anything. It's just unfair, so brutally unfair that we all get judged so easily by those around us, but refuse to look inside and judge what we find there. Don't you say that. He doesn't have a clue. Doesn't know the truth. No one does. Did I already mention that? Well, twice is as good as thrice when shouted. <laughs> no, 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 it had to be done. He'll understand. He always understands. He's always there. Where are you? Where? You said forever, and yet all I have sparkles in my pockets, 30 small fragments of you and her and. Her and... Oh, God. God. What is God? What am I? The beginning was better. Okay, back to positions in three. That was great, Mark. You really made the character your own. Thanks. Pretty good script you acquired this time, Steve. Been collecting it for ages. Unfortunately, it's still incomplete. But I hope the bits of filler I've written will be adequate. Do you think Rebecca, John, or Mary will make it this week? I haven't heard anything from them in a while. Things are getting harder out there. The ground troops are thickening in their ranks and spending more time on the streets. The government is desperate to take out any of the remaining insurgents. They don't have the power. The military might be on their side, but it's been severely depleted since the rapture of Europe. Well, that was a while ago, Mark. You know as well as I do how fast things change. We've seen it happen time and again. I don't know about the others, Sarah. They are tough, but... But they were the three most wanted after you, Steve. The cleansing of the streets has really picked up pace. And if they were found, they wouldn't have stood a chance. Don't, Mark. It's too terrible to even think of. I'm sure that some of the militant rebels have been using the basement here as a launching area for their attacks. Do you think this is such a good place to be meeting, Steve? I know it's been over three years since we started these sessions, but things have got so much worse. If you can think of anywhere that's safer, let me know. The whole city is dangerous. We either give in to that fear and stay curled up in the gutter, or we just accept it and get on with life. There's only three of us left. Think how many we had just eight months ago. Enough to rehearse several plays at once. Surely, they have taken enough from us to save their thirst for misery. Surely, after James... I know, I know it's hard. That's why we meet, to give us something else to look forward to. These meetings, these rehearsals, are the only thing I look forward to. 
I... I got another card from James this week. Or at least it claimed to be from him. It is cruel enough, but they took him. They won't tell me where. Crueler still are these constant reminders that he is out there, away from me and unhappy. My brother, my baby brother. Mark still has ideas of where he might be, don't you? We haven't given up on all our plans, you know. Steve. We'll think of something. You two are so good to me. I would have handed myself in a long time ago if it weren't for these meetings. The Rebel Players. <laughs> you were always far too confident. Far too sure that our crimes would be forgotten. They never have been. They never will. The great almighty sees and judges all. <laughs> or so we're told. I wish they'd written down what those crimes were, because the list seems to get longer every day. Well, now is not the time for politics. Look, it's my scene up next. We want to get through it all before midnight. Okay, okay. Let's continue. Act 3, scene 8. The stage is yours. Stephen, Mark, James, and John. They guard the bed that I lie on. Four corners to my bed. Four heroes round my head. Two just watch, and for two I pray that I will see them again someday. Is this it? Is this what it was all for? My parents raised me to be a good child, an honest child, and I think I was. I certainly never tried to hurt anyone. God, was I wrong to leave him? To let them take him? Should I have tried harder, worked better, been stronger? I hate that I feel so weak, that I portray such a negative stereotype of my sex, and yet... There are so many rules to follow, and I'm just so tired. Feels like I haven't slept in years. Maybe I should just make myself sleep. Sometimes I long for that darkness and end of pain, but... <laughs> I'm too scared to have even that amount of control. Too scared of what dreams might follow. So, what did you think? Not bad. Steve is... Well, he's just reviewing the next scene. What must it have been like to stand here? The audience floating somewhere out there, looking down at the actors. Do you really think they would come and see plays like the ones we have read? I expect they had much more free time. No wars, no ground troops, no almighty watching them and judging them. Oh, I believe they did have an almighty. They just got a choice about whether to follow his way or not. Why did they give it up? Why sacrifice art and acting and reading for the world we now have around us? People felt unsafe. They were scared and wanted security from those that would hurt them. It's amazing how much of themselves people would give up in order to feel protected. I'm not sure any amount of protection is worth the way we have to live now. No. For us, maybe. But for the believers, there is a purpose, there is a structure to each day, and although there is fighting, it seems better than the uncertainty of free will. The civilians, though, the atheists and the blasphemists, us, 
We're the ones that really have to worry. Worry about being plucked from our beds. Worry- Mark! Do you have no sense of appropriateness? I know better than anyone the risk we face. What did you do? Why do you come here every week? What are you afraid of? I... well, Stephen... I just like the place. I like to escape into fiction. Besides, out there, I don't have many friends. You never want to talk about things. I know it's painful. I really know, but... You're still so secretive! Even after all this time. There are just some things it's best not reliving. I... I'm here now. And that's all that matters. What was that? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm positive the rebels had abandoned the place, and the ground troops tend not to come around this area so late. Especially on a holiday. Is everything okay? You went all white. No. Yes, everything's... What is it, Mark? Oh, please. Not yet. Not tonight. They found us. Oh, Steve! He's fine, Miss Ashfield. Just doesn't want to move too much, or I might be tempted to lobotomize him. Please, don't hurt him. He's done no wrong. Oh, he has. Believe me. Far too much wrong to go unnoticed by the Almighty, or by me. Thank you for your cooperation, Mr. Benson. Mark. You're free to go outside, where the rest of my squadron will be arriving in... ...about three minutes. Cooperation? Mark, what did you do? Nothing. What the hell is she talking about? I don't know. I, I haven't done anything. I, I would never... Come now, Mr. Benson. There is no reason to be ashamed. Not over this. You did what you knew to be right. You are on the path of redemption. There is no higher honor. The deal was too good. What deal? They came to me about eight months back when the rebels were still operating from here. Said they'd seen me and others coming each week. The government? No, the ground troops. Her and her gang. They wanted to know who we were and why we met. I told them it was harmless, all for fun. But they saw the lie. They knew we were planning. We're not planning anything. We never have been. Steve was, weren't you? A rebellion over time, disseminating the truth through the plays we rehearsed. But as our membership dropped, he changed his mind. Decided to just enjoy it whilst we had the chance, but that was after. After you confessed? Eight months. The first of our group disappeared eight months ago. We had over four score members then and... God, Mark, how much did you tell them? More than enough. They offered me complete freedom, Steve. Me and one other. Do you know how hard it is to get them to give that to you? Eight years at Parliament I worked, and three in this godforsaken city, and not even the suggestion of it. They said I could pick anyone, and I'd be transported out. How could I refuse? I'd always planned on taking you. Out where? There isn't anything left outside the main cities. All the country was scorched in the rapture of Europe. There is a place. Far north. I, I've known this for years, but I've never saw a way of getting there. 
You gave up everyone? All of them? I had no choice. It was too good. I just wanted to live, Steve. I just couldn't give in to this existence as easily as you. I like life. I like my life, and there's far more to it than dank stages in disused old buildings. But Mark, all you said, did I mean any- Don't. You mean everything. And me? What about me, Mark? You were just going to leave me! After all your promises about finding my brother, finding James! Miss Ashfield, regarding your sibling. If you go to the main entrance, you will be escorted from the building and reunited with him. There is little mark against your name. Please, follow the instructions of my colleagues as you exit. They will want to question you. You have James. Oh, thank God. Thank God, James! Sarah, no. Wait. Think. This can't be real. Why would they offer him to you? Do either of you think about me in any way other than an extra body in your place and your plans? You never had any intention of finding him, did you? You sad, pathetic bastards. Sarah, they're lying. Mark found the records months ago. I just... You expect me to believe anything that comes from his mouth. James is alive. I feel it, and he's waiting for me. You haven't got him, have you? He died in 81 before he even knew about us. Mark told me where you put the body, where you put all the bodies. Why must you give false hope to those who deserve so much more? Believe what you will, Mr. Greenwood. We are here to do good. And if we can reunite families, we will. But for someone like you, for a disgusting, worthless pile of heretical filth such as you, you are beyond the point of possible redemption. Now, on your knees. Steve, oh Steve, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I never meant for this. Not really, not for them, never for you. I know, Mark, you never mean to. Please, please, not him. They were just words. I'll make sure he never says them again. If you utter one more yourself, I'll make sure you share his fate. Mr. Greenwood. Last rite still decree you get to make any final prayers you wish. You have 30 seconds. Prayers? I think I'm well beyond the redemption of praying now. But I am sorry. For all my mistakes, I am so sorry. Then, Mr. Stephen Greenwood, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, I commit your body to the ground. I execute you to the Almighty. No, not in his name. That name has been corrupted and perverted and... If this is how it ends, I want you to do it in your name. You think either of us would commit such blasphemy? We could meet a similar fate if we even considered it. But... Perhaps Mr. Benson would be willing. His soul is clearly irredeemable. What? Oh no, no, no. Oh, yes. Show us you repent, Mr. Benson. Show us all that you are now a believer. I can't. I can't. Not him. Oh, please, God. You dare ask for his help? <laughs> as if he ever looked upon you as anything other than disgust. Mark, it's okay. I'm done. It's right that it's you. <laughs> Steve, please tell them this is not me. It's my fault as much as yours. You have five seconds. 
What's it to be, Mr. Benson? As you said, you like life. Steve, I, I never meant it to get here. I just wanted us to be safe. I know. Four. I'm not a killer. I... Three. Mark, just end this. Live your life. You are my life. Two. <laughs> One. Oh, Jesus. Stephen, Mark, Sarah, and John. All but two rebel players are gone. There was no one to watch. Now, there'll be no one to play. God, if you're really there, please... Take my soul away. Forgive them. Forgive him. He is better than this. Steve! No, no, just for fun. That's, that's what she said. This was just all for fun. Uh, Steve, look, it's, it's, it's New Year. Please. Oh, God. Oh, Steve, please. Not even worth it. Look, it's New Year. Your job is done, just Mr. Benson. You are free. Steve, please. <laughs> Just for what you said. <laughs> I didn't do it. Mark. My Mark. You killed me. Uh. I didn't. I know what they said and I, I know what they'll say, but I didn't do it. No one listens. No one ever listens to anything. It's just unfair, it's so brutally unfair that we all get judged so easily by those around us, but refuse to look inside and, and judge what we find there. Don't you say that. He doesn't have a clue, doesn't know the truth. No one does. Did I already mention that? Well, twice is as good as thrice when shouted. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, no. It had to be done. He'll understand. He always understands. He's always there. Where? Where are you? Stephen, Mark, the rest are gone. Who'll guard the bed that I lie on? My friends are now all dead. Their ghosts around my head. They'll always watch. And I'll always pray. The beginning was better. Your assignment for a next class? Thoroughly analyze Losing 83 and explain just what you feel is the aesthetic meaning behind this piece. No further inquiries. Class? Dismissed. With the midterms out of the way, the instructor returns and encourages his cheerful and pleasant new lessons. Settle down, students. Settle down. We've got a fun-filled lesson ahead of us today, as the midterms are finally taken care of. And such amazing midterms they were. But the subject matter isn't all cheerful. 
This is a preoccupation with <laughs> gore. The gruesome or graphic violence by which the populace was able to clean entertainment value. Be there as the students explore two completely different parts of humanity. Seminar. Issue 21. Premiering November 21st, 2008. Only at PendantAudio.com. Featuring the voice talents of Mike Winters as the instructor, Tom Stitzer as student three, in conversations, Abner Cenaries as Paul, Jovian Lab as Damon, and David Alt as Ben, written by Taryn Gorbin. In Losing 83, Paul Lavelle as Mark, Perry Whittle as Steve, Elaine Barrett as Sarah, and Melissa Johnson as The Trooper, written by Chris Britton. Directed by Marcus Beattie, edited by Jeffrey Bridges, original music by David Alexander McDonald, produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2008, Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2008, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.